0: ladies and gentlemen my name is dustin gold of the dustin gold standard podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold and you are listening to the dustin gold nugget ladies and gentlemen tonight we drop episode 128 at midnight wide awake jim returns folks wide awake jim returns to continue dissecting the worldwide technocracy through the documents provided to us by the bank for international settlements international monetary fund the united nations the world economic forum and so on and so on and so on tonight we touch on some really amazing stuff i'll tell you about that when we get back from this short commercial break Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Nugget. My name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, I want you to tune in tonight for episode 128, which drops a midnight ladies and gentlemen wide awake jim came back on the show he's been on i don't know six times now i think episode 80 88 120 121 122 124 and now 128 that's seven episodes folks and he's not done at all but he's breaking this stuff down for us adding to the research we've already done here the analysis we've already done here at the dust and gold standard Tying in what is going on in the present day, coming out of the Bank for International Settlements. I mean, this is the highest level of power that we can look at and dissect here in the present day and the bank for international settlements as you know was founded in 1930 it is not just the bank for the central banks folks these guys are doing major social engineering helping to usher in the technocracy Uh, we don't really know who owns the bank for international settlements but as jim has pointed out in past episodes it's really the rockefeller types those big boogeymen that are behind this brick wall, behind this iron curtain that we are not allowed, to, uh, not allowed to see. But on tonight's show, we talked a lot about this stuff as well as the 15-minute cities. We got into the 15-minute cities. I think that's important because a lot of people are looking at that now. And so we talked about what's going on in Oxford, England. And then Jim points out that there's already some pushback, and they already took a few steps back from that because the folks are saying hell no, which is a good thing. It's a really good thing, and Jim has given some other examples of pushback around the world when it comes to technocracy. We talk about how these folks don't want to be Sri Lanka. They don't want to be Momar gaddafi on their front lawn and we get into some of that. I think it's important for you to understand that these guys are just flesh and blood as evil as they are, as genius as they are, they are afraid of us. They don't want to be dragged out on the front lawn and beaten to death with a pack of frozen hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? So we get into that ladies and gentlemen. Um, we talk a lot about the green, grift overall. One of the things I had asked Jim on the show tonight was in all the research that he's done, as someone who's come out of uh, finance, he was a a, a personal uh, financial manager, he was a CPA, certified public accountant, and then since 2010 he has been involved with oil and gas royalties, you know, the fossil fuel industry. He currently has a Uh, kind of consulting firm with a friend of his. They personally invest in oil and gas royalties, its mineral rights, and then they also package those up and resell them uh, to folks out there looking for uh, alternative investments to Wall Street right now. And so what I asked Jim was, in all of the research he's done over the last few years on the green industry, on the climate change hustle on this big green graft, could someone like him invest in that world although the science is fake the propaganda is that it's just propaganda it's just marketing but if there's money to be made because the bankers say that it's real could he make money in it and he talks about a couple of uh trade shows he went to where he went and actually explored those opportunities and came to the conclusion, unless you're really in the club and you're allowed to grift and make money on it, then you're not really going to be able to make money on it. Uh, You have to get into the carbon credit business. You have to be some sort of a politician, a political puppet, a used car salesman who helps promote the grift in order to get carbon credits, in order to be able to make Money at this. So it's important because we're always looking for ways for folks to make money over here and to make faster money than you can make just from your job. If you want to be able to save up really quick in the next two, three years and buy a piece of land to go homestead, we're going to talk a lot about this in the future on this show. Different ideas. Uh, viable business ideas that you can start to make some money to be able to get that land quicker or to be able to buy water purification systems or whatever it is that you're actually going to try to do to insulate yourself from the technocracy so we get into that ladies and gentlemen it's really important another big revelation that comes out of tonight's show is we really figure out and are able to explain in layman's terms what the actual major grift is Uh, What's going to back the central bank digital currency system, the whole carbon credit system, and what these guys are doing, these economic terrorists, these banksters, is their plan is to hijack, to basically steal uh, large swaths of nature. So they are taking control of the forests, they are taking control of the oceans, and so then they have this model where they're going to say, well, we're in control of, let's say, I don't know, let's just say 100,000 acres in the rainforest, and this land is not going to be farmed, the trees are not going to be cut down, we're going to preserve it. Well, then they're holding that piece of land in their portfolio to then issue carbon credits right two companies that pollute now let's just look at small and medium-sized businesses because that's essentially what they want to put out of business so if you own a pizza shop or a local mom and pop laundromat and you're emitting co2 you will then have to buy carbon credits From And this is already happening in some places, but you have to buy carbon credits from the banksters and from the folks like Al Gore, who controls a lot of carbon credits, or people like Elon Musk, who is given carbon credits by the system. And those carbon credits are supposedly offset by the forest, by the ocean that these guys stole okay and so then you're paying them uh to be able to operate your machine that you bought from them you know to wash clothes or dry clean laundry and it's offset by the oceans and the forests that they actually stole it's such a racket folks We should make this into a Monopoly-style board game that we could use to teach our kids and grandkids about how this system really works. I mean, this is Tony Soprano stuff, old mafia stuff where you're paying for protection. You know, hey, listen, Dustin, we're going to protect your coffee shop. Well, guys, there's no crime here in this uh, part of town. Yeah, well, your store might burn down tonight if you don't pay us. Right, So it's the same thing with the carbon credits. You're not allowed to operate unless you pay these guys for protection. So we're really going to break that down and explain that in layman's terms. And then finally, folks, finally, one of the other things that we get into, I think it's very important. Jim has identified that these banksters are claiming to be the protectors and the saviors of our planet. So all the climate change stuff we've seen come out over the years, the entire green industry, has all emanated from the Bank for International Settlements that then passes it down to the United Nations, the climate change committees. It works its way down to the so-called elected officials around the world who are just the used car salesmen. And they go out there and they tell people it's real. They pass the policies. They make it all work. But it's all to drive the banking scandal. You'll see inside of these Bank for International Settlements documents, they claim that the banks are the ones who have to protect the climate. And so I said it would be fascinating if we created an NFT trading card series like Trump just did with himself. Not that I want to get into the NFT non-fungible token business. But it would be amazing to have Jamie Dimon and... Larry Flink, some of these big bankers you've heard about, dressed up in Captain America, or uh, more appropriately, Captain Planet suits, you know, Jamie Diamond to the rescue, I'm going to protect the planet. Uh, characters like Ray Cycle, you know, Ray, 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 Cycle. These are the recyclers. So the bankers now are the protectors of the planet. This is pretty amazing. So we're going to go through all that, ladies and gentlemen. It is an enlightening and entertaining interview. Uh, Wide Awake Jim is one of my favorite guests. So please check it out. Episode 128 drops at midnight. Tomorrow we're going to have Mark on to talk about the Bible and all the various... Uh, versions of the Bible and translations of the Bible. So we're going to step away from CBDC and get a little bit into that. He is going to talk about the beast system. He's going to talk about his interpretation of what the Antichrist is and might be, ladies and gentlemen. So we've got an exciting jam-packed weekend here at the Dusty Gold Standard. Folks, leave us a five-star review and a comment over an Apple podcast. Drop us a donation at donorbox.org slash Dustin Gold Show. Or join us at pain.tv Slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world, hmm. built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on PIN. TV. Join the discussion...